I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Out of Spec podcast, the first episode of 2023. Max, we are kicking off the new year strong with the Out of Spec podcast because we are going to have tons of episodes really going deep into, of course, electric vehicle space, maybe a combustion topic here or there if it's something really interesting, uh, and actually primarily with charging, whether it's Tesla supercharging or CCS DC fast charging, or if the supercharger network happens to open up and everyone decides to use the North American charging standard, we'll see. But we're pretty much going to be doing daily or even twice daily topics on the hottest stuff in the electric car world. Welcome. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And uh, there's no shortage of things because as we've seen this December, right, the charging story just keeps coming. And it's kind of bad news for everyone who doesn't own a Tesla. Yeah, well, we'll have future episodes on just the dismal state of public charging at the moment. Some of it's really great. We've heard of a lot of successful road trips, actually. And then some of it's really like, oh, my God, like 75% of stations are down at particular sites and no one seems to be doing anything about it. So we're really bringing this issue to a head. We launched a new outlet called Rate Your Charge. It's at least on Twitter right now, but we'll be expanding to other things in the near future. And uh, all we want to do is make, you know, basically make it so we could actually in good conscience, recommend an electric car to our viewers, our family members, our friends, so that when they do go on road trips, because people do drive, they can get to where they're going. And speaking of that, Max, the point of today's episode is you are going to a really cool place and doing a really cool thing. So tell us about it. Yeah. So I just happened to be going to Hawaii and I was talking with Kyle and we came up with this idea because I'm going to be there anyways, that 
um, I can actually just fly to the big island, Oahu there, because uh, I'm going to be staying on a much smaller, less developed island. But if I fly from Kauai to Oahu for the day, well, I've been able to rent a Ford Maki. We don't have Ford or Electrify America or anyone sponsoring this. We're just doing this on our own. But I'm going to rent a CCS vehicle, and I'm going to try to hit basically every CCS charge point, every fast charger on the island. Uh, there's a few, but there's not that many. So it should be a kind of fun uh, road trip, but also just a test of a different kind of system. Because I looked at, um, I'll show my screen in a second, but I looked at it, and the map is mostly not Electrify America. It's actually a different network of chargers. Yeah, we saw a lot of Shell recharge stations there. I'm actually surprised Electrify America is on the island. We know Tesla superchargers are there as well. And so really, we're going to get a few different types of content from your trip. A, I want to talk about the Mustang Mach-E because that's going to be yeah. really sick. We haven't done enough Ford EV content recently. We need to get back in that game. We need to start sharing more of those cars with our audience because they're very popular. I'm seeing Mach-E's everywhere. Um, and, I, and F-150 Lightnings, I've been seeing very, very frequently as well. Just saw one on the drive over here earlier today. Um, but we turboed this car and it's a California Route 1. That'll be sick. Secondly, the, the idea is you're going to take the Mustang Mach-E California Route 1 to every high power charging station on the big island, which also includes Tesla superchargers. You won't be able to charge there, of course, at least until it's opened up. Um, but the idea is you're going to plug in, check the station, make sure it works, and sort of do a charger audit, if you will, of Hawaii. And I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a great uh, bit of influx of uh, you know new check-ins to rate your charge. And I can't wait to see what, what you're going to generate. Could you pull up the map with all of the... Uh, the chargers that you're going to hit and we can talk a little bit about the route. Yeah. So let me share my screen uh, here on StreamYard. So yeah, this is what the map looks like. This is Oahu, if you can see that. Okay. Very cool. So you're going to have basically that spine that runs from edge to edge. You're going to go all the way up to what is that one all the way up top there? Uh, that looks like I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, but it's <laughs> by uh, Lanakea Beach. But um, yeah, there's this basically there's this spine and there's a few offshoots. So I'm going to figure out exactly how to route those. Maybe I'll try to hit, you know, all the big ones first and then uh, get to these, you know, stubborn ones. But um, there's basically one big bank of Tesla superchargers, but the vast the rest of these seem to be um, CCS. Yeah, can you actually uncheck CCS so we can see that supercharger situation that they have going on? So let's <laughs> click in yeah. on that. Let's take a look. Yeah, so it's this uh, lonely IA supercharger, uh, and it Ooh, looks like undercover. it's cover. Yeah, so um, underground or at least you know under some kind of cover from rain, which is nice, and it has a ten on plug share. So there's that. Wow. Well, we also just learned that may not actually mean that much. So <laughs> that's a topic for another day, of course, but, um, you know, really kind of cool. So you'll at least swing by the supercharger, check on it. I'm sure Tesla's will be charging. Usually there's very little issue with Tesla superchargers, but can we actually see what the Chatamo, uh, well, click CCS first, actually. Okay. Um, and then so this Chatamo. is just CCS. So now let's add Chatamo. Maybe there's some Chatamo specific stations as well. Looks like it look like it. Yep. So you, you should be able to hit every DC fast charger except for one in the Mach-E. So along that spine that you're going to be driving, how far is that distance? Uh, so according to this legend here, that's like two miles. So it looks like it's about a 15 mile kind of uh, 
what, what do you call it? A circumference of the island, basically. Uh, now, of course, that can change of local roads. I know sometimes there can be traffic, but I think it should be pretty doable in a day, honestly. If you look at it on the map, there's a count somewhere around the neighborhood of like uh, 16, 17 chargers. So totally doable with, you know, like 11 hours in the day. Wow. I actually would have thought it would have been bigger than that. Now, I've actually been there before, but spent most of the time on Kauai where you're going to be. Uh, mm -hmm. And it only been to Honolulu for a short period of time, but um, yeah. So, so what are you what are you expecting? What kind of chargers are these? Can we click into some of these and start seeing what we're going to be finding in the video? And what kind of videos are you going to make all together? Sure. So let's see one here in the town center of Mililani on Oahu. So this one has both Chadmo and CCS, as all of them seem to. Unfortunately, it's a fifty kilowatt charger. So this isn't a particularly high speed one, um, but. That's one. Uh, and it what also the photos look like there. If you scroll up and click on that leaf dashboard up there, that top uh, photo, it should oh, 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 to there. see all the photos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Two posts there. Yeah. So two people have checked in and you can already see right off the bat, right? We're so used to seeing those Electrify America stalls, especially those shiny new ones. Um, this is a different kind of stall. This is the formerly, I think, Green Lots now Shell Recharge system. Now, what's really interesting about these chargers is I don't think mainland U.S. has any of those, or at least not that I've ever seen. Those are really common in Europe, uh, and they're typically CCS2. There's a reason there's three ports on the side, because you can have uh, 22 kilowatt AC or even 43 kilowatt AC for the old Zoe's, uh, you know, type 2 CCS and Shadamo. Here, it looks like, uh, at least in Hawaii, of course, they use um, CCS1, same as mainland North America, but very interesting that they're using these units. Now, I forget who makes them. I, I would remember if I saw the label, of course, but um, that's going to be kind of what you'll be reporting on. And this looks to be owned and operated by the local electric company, Hawaiian Electric. Yeah, at least that's the branding. So I know OpConnect does like the firmware or the network of the chargers. I don't know who makes the actual charging hardware. But yeah, the Hawaiian electric, uh, you know, local company is basically I looked on their website, it seems like, you know, who organized all of these chargers. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense in an environment like Hawaii, right? Gas is expensive. It's obviously very hard to get refined petroleum to an island. So I think this is kind of a you know, best case situation for deploying a network of fast charging. And it's nice that they've done it in this official way that we'll test, but hopefully uh, is reliable. And the thing is with distances being so short where, you know, you really don't need crazy high power charging. A, the weather is always pretty temperate is my understanding. Um, you're not battling super cold situations. Cars are very efficient in that weather condition. And so 50 kilowatt charging with a you know smaller EV, a Mini Cooper SE, a original Ionic, a Nissan Leaf, a Bolt, those are perfect cars for the island. And you just need to zap them up here or there. So I'm really hoping that that works out pretty well. Yeah, honestly, there should be very little to go wrong, right? No huge battery thermal management. It's a very temperate climate. The only issue I could see these chargers facing is obviously, you know, Hawaii does get the occasional cyclone. Hopefully I won't encounter that, uh, but also salt water, right? Proximity to that. But um, it seems like uh, from these pictures, at least this station's holding up well, no, you know, big weathering or anything. So what, um, what made you choose the Mustang Mach-E and how did you rent it? Because I know you and I went back and forth. We actually ran into each other at the airport uh, the mm -hmm. other day when we were flying out. 
And, um, you know, it was all Tesla at the time. It's like, let's get a Model 3 and, you know, use the CCS adapter. What, whatever happened to that idea? Yeah, so we were going to do a Model 3 originally because, right, theoretically, now that you do have that OEM spec CCS adapter for Tesla, right, they rolled it out in the last few months, a Tesla could charge anywhere. If I had a Tesla Model 3 and I had that adapter, I could stop at all of the fast chargers. But to be honest, getting that adapter ordered right now, it's such a new part, getting it to me in Hawaii in time, it kind of would have been a pain. So I figured, why not just pick kind of a... Uh, you know, flagship, so to speak, CCS vehicle, a high-end car like the Mach-E. Sure, it's not 800 volt, but it's a very nice car. Good kind of spec of range, right? Because it's the California Route 1 rear-wheel drive Ooh, only great. spec. Yeah. Yeah, so I figured this might be just a great kind of scenario just to test CCS on its own. Since there's only one supercharger, we know those work. We want to kind of get an audit of what CCS looks like on the island. And Chad Mo, if we could, but this is just a CCS car. Yeah. And honestly, Chatamo is the least important charging standard. You know, I say that as I have a leaf and I'm holding on to it for you know, the, the last man to use Chatamo. But uh, no, realistically, the Maki is, um, you know, A, I think we, we've ignored the car a little bit recently, not on purpose. It's just nothing really new has come from it. And, you know, it's good to get back into cars that we've already reviewed and share them again with our audience. And, you know, we've done a lot of ID4 stuff recently. Let's start doing some Mach-E stuff again. So I'm really thrilled about that. Um, do you know what color it's going to be the root one that you're getting? Yeah. According to Turo, it's actually the color that you were seeing on Ford's website here. I think you called it taxi cab yellow, but right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm, I kind of see almost a burnt orange in there, very light, but I kind of like it. Uh, we'll see what it's like in person, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. Cause like you said, we haven't really covered Maki. And I think honestly, the whole, um, after it came out, the whole, you know, car journalism world has kind of forgotten about it, but it is one of those EVs you're seeing more and more now. People like the look of it. Uh, the Mustang branding doesn't seem to turn off the mainstream and it's not a bad car overall. No, and and that Route 1, you know, I had one for a few months as a long-termer and really just the range was so impressive. The thing would never die. I did 330 miles on one charge and still had like 13% left on one leg. And I'm just like, wow, it just goes and goes and goes when the weather conditions are right. Of course, it's really affected with weather, though, because I remember when I first drove the car, it was very inefficient. Um, but again, different versions of the car driving up. Uh, that was a rear wheel drive, the California Route 1 with the arrow wheels. That's actually going to look a little bit funny in this yellow <laughs> color situation, because I think that's the color I would go for if I was getting a GT Performance Edition, which I'm a huge fan of that car. I gave it a great review. Uh, love the mag ride really awesome uh car but uh it wasn't in love with the route one it just wasn't uh, performance oriented enough for me i uh, thought the car wasn't composed wasn't well you know suited from a driving enthusiast perspective nor did i think it charged that well or had good power output characteristics again turtle mode after five seconds or reduced power and so those things kind of bugged me about the maki but now looking at how our viewers are driving them and seeing them out in the wild um, their charge strategy actually is kind of interesting. You get a five minute peak, a boost where the car will take everything it can get on, over a wide range of state of charge before it starts to derate. It doesn't really have an internal curve like most cars do. And, um, that's going to be really perfect for the work that you're doing there. I think, especially if you can find high power chargers. 
Yep, because I can theoretically right see the max output of the chargers. I don't think I'm going to be running into any 350 kilowatt charger, so nothing that's really going to exceed the capabilities of the car. Um, I should be able to you know see what every charger can output. And yeah, on the point of Mach E, right, this spec of it is going to look a little bit different than the website because it is Route One. It's the range optimized one, 18 inch arrow wheel caps. Um, so you know, kind of maybe a little more dorky looking, but the most possible range, which I think is just so cool to have in a car like that, it's kind of like ID4, right? Where the values on them are getting lower, they're getting cheaper to buy even new. So you're just seeing more and more people going with them. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm really looking forward to the video. So so what are we going to see from your side in terms of coverage? I'm hoping we'll get some rate your charge Twitter updates, but what else are you planning for this? Yeah, so I'm hoping to do your charge stop. So I'll kind of film each charging stop, show, you know, where it is, I would say off the highway, but whatever that road looks like in Hawaii, would you call it an interstate or what what have you, but um, kind of give that kind of coverage in the video. I'm hoping to basically give a kind of a summary, like it, it's not going to be an hour, let's say like 30 minutes, right, of uh, going to every charging spot. So kind of showing the amenities that we have there to expect, obviously does each charger work? Cause you can sure bet that if I encounter an issue, I'm going to document it. So, uh, going to report, you know, each charging session on to, um, rate my charge and then just kind of give a summary of the whole experience in that video, which will be coming shortly after I do it. Yeah, and that'll be on out-of-spec motoring in typical road trip format. You'll tell us about the car, tell us about the route, go and do the things. I'm sure we'll get some cool music in there. We'll see some beaches, uh, hit the surfboard a couple times if you have time. And uh, yeah, I really uh, am looking forward to this. I, you know, I have zero experience with electric cars in Hawaii. To be honest, I never really even paid that much attention to it, but I knew it was a big deal when the first supercharger went in. And I'm not sure if it's this location or a different one, but either way, can't wait to see your coverage from Hawaii coming up over the next few days. Yeah, I'm super excited. It um, really should be super interesting to see. I was hoping to do something on Kauai, but there's just no EV infrastructure there. I was also hoping to do something with the Hertz fleet, right? Because now they have Tesla, they have Polestar too, but none of that appears to be anywhere in Hawaii as of today. Cool. Well, thanks, Max. And uh, you, we'll have to have you back on so you can update us after everything is done. I'm sure you'll find some interesting things, meet some interesting electric car owners while you're there. I uh, can't imagine a more perfect place for an electric car than Hawaii, though. That seems really perfect. So yeah. good luck. Have fun on your vacation. Enjoy making the video. And thanks to all of you for watching another episode of the Autospec podcast. We'll have more coming to you soon. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.